I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today it's James Farley. Hello, good morning. So let's now carry on through Luke. In Luke chapter 8, um, and we're starting at verse 19, and just three verses today. And this is what it says. Now, Jesus' mother and brothers came to see him, but they were not able to get near him because of the crowd. Someone told him, your mother and brothers are standing outside wanting to see you. He replied, My mother and brothers are those who hear God's word and put it into practice. So it's quite a small little story today. Um, But I think the essence of it is Jesus is preaching to the crowd as he often does. And he's interrupted again as he often is interrupted. And it's amazing, you know, different ways in which Jesus responds when he's interrupted. For example, you know, when the man comes through the roof, paralyzed man or, you know, a woman um, with bleeding comes towards him um, when he's going on his way, um, Jesus responds in different ways when he's interrupted. And this time he's interrupted because someone has said to him, your mother and brothers are standing outside wanting to see you. And I kind of, the assumption is your mother and brothers, close family, they're standing outside wanting to see you. So therefore stop what you're doing and go and see them. They take priority. I think that's the assumption going on. And it's interesting is how he responds to that that he actually redefines family around himself. He says, my mother and brothers are those who hear God's word and put it into practice. Now, Jesus is not devaluing family. His mother and brothers may have been hurt by that. We don't know their response. But Jesus is not devaluing his family. He's actually just redefining it. Family still takes priority for Jesus, except we see now that family is not his, you know, biological, physical mother brothers it's actually all those who hear god's word and put it into practice it's now open to anyone anyone who hears the word of god and obeys it that means it's open to you and to me if we not just hear the word of god as we do here on ht daily as we do on sundays and other places um, but we just we also put it into practice we put our trust in jesus then we can be adopted into god's family we can be adopted into his family, we can pray to our Heavenly Father and we can be brothers and sisters together in Christ. And that's an amazing truth and something we can keep um, pondering and reveling, reveling in. But what I want to focus on today is, is so what? What difference does this make to our lives today? And I want, I want main point I want to ask to see is that not just Jesus redefined family, but how he treated his family. They took up a lot of his time and attention. And we can see that because Jesus spent a lot of time teaching people the word of God, spending time with his disciples, the family of believers, and also to those who did not yet believe, but preaching the word of God to those people so that inviting them to become part of the family. So what does that mean for us? In particular, what does it mean to treat our brothers and sisters in Christ as family in the way that Jesus does? I think the first thing it means is to pay attention. Pay attention to who is in the family. That means we need to look around and notice. To notice who else is hearing God's word and putting it into practice. 
because it may not be what we expect. Matthew, uh, in Matthew's gospel, it also tells a story. And um, in that story, we see that Jesus actually engages the crowd. He actually asks the question, who is my mother and who are my brothers? And he pointed to his disciples, those listening to him, and said, here is my mother and my brothers. Jesus asked that question. He invites us to look around. And to remember, it's not just to hear God's word, but also to put it into practice. So it doesn't necessarily mean everyone who comes to church, although I think the vast majority, probably those who go to church, do both hear the God's word and put it into practice. But it's not even just those in church. It could be, for example, the street preacher who might cringe out. I know sometimes I do and try and avoid, but they could also be part of the family. It could be that Christian who goes to another church, does things a bit differently to us. Because if we are to treat our brothers and sisters in Christ as family, the first thing we need to know is who is in the family. And it's all those who hear God's word and put it into practice, whoever they are. And that leads on to the second point, that it's inclusive, it's open to anyone. Jesus said his family, anyone who hears God's word and obey it, anyone and everyone is welcome. Anyone can hear God's word, anyone can obey it. So it's not marked out by ethnicity, by race, gender, class, social status, or anything else. And it was great to see that, you know, see that at church, particularly last night um, after the evening service at HDC with a barbecue, um, after the baptisms. It was great to see just a real great diversity of people celebrating um, the baptisms and celebrating all that God's doing um, in our community. And so it, so how do we, what does it mean for us? It means us to pay attention to who's in God's family, it's being inclusive and welcoming to everyone. And it, and it also means that God's family, we, they should take priority. As I've mentioned before, everyone in the crowd would have assumed in this story that once Jesus was told his mother and brothers are outside waiting and wanting to see Jesus, just like all the other people want to see Jesus, they would have assumed that those people would take priority over the crowd. That Jesus would have gone to be with his mother and his brothers over and above the people he was speaking to right then. But I think Jesus is saying, no, this is my family. These people I'm speaking to right now, these people who are hearing the word of God and who are bearing it, this is my family. So Jesus radically redefines family around himself, those who follow him. And, and if we are followers of Jesus, we are to do the same. We are to see God's family as a priority in our lives. So what does that look like for us? Well, in the New Testament, we see so many encouragements of how we are to treat one another. Primarily, it's to love one another. So Premier Jesus said in John 13, verse 34, a new command I give you to love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. And by this, everyone will know that you are my disciple if you love one another. So that is the key. That's the only way we are to, to love one one another. The only way we can do that is when we know we are loved by God as Jesus has loved us. So we are to love one another. And how did Jesus love us? He died for us to adopt us into his family. And when we love each other like that, that is then a witness to the world. That's a way we can love the world because the best way we can love those in the world is when we love one another, our brothers and sisters in Christ as Christ loved us. Because that is so attractive, our relationship, the depth of relationship we have as brothers and sisters in Christ. 
through that unity of the spirit that um, Jago spoke about yesterday, when we maintain that unity of the spirit through the bond of peace, when we love one another as Christ has loved us, the world can see that we are Jesus' disciples. So let us love one another. Let's treat one another as family. And one of the ways we can do that is to pray for each other, to pray for our brothers and sisters in Christ. And so let us pray now. Father God, we thank you for adopting us as your children into your family. And we pray, Lord, that you would help us to love one another, to love each other as brothers and sisters in Christ, to pray for each other and to love each other as you have loved us. In Jesus' name, amen. After looking at our passage in Luke and how Jesus treated his family, we prayed for our brothers and sisters in Christ in Nigeria. Following the massacre on Pentecost Sunday, the 5th of June, where at least 50 Christians, including children, were killed and dozens sadly injured in an attack on a church in southwest Nigeria. And we prayed for the people there, for the pastors, for the politicians, and above all, for peace. <laughs>